From the Church of the Nazarene and Mesoamerica Genesis, you're listening to the Worthless Servants Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Worthless Servants Podcast. I am Scott Armstrong and I have some wonderful, wonderful people with me. I'm going to go a little different because we have a special episode today. Uh, to my right, AJ Fry. Hey guys. To my left... Emily Armstrong. Hey, everyone. And the person that is highlighted in this this episode. (laughs) She's been with us for several episodes, and we haven't really gotten to know her. Natalie Franco. Hey, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So this episode is all about Nati, or Mm -hmm. Jessica, or Natalie, or however we want to say it. Whatever you want to call me, it's okay. (laughs) And and we've decided as a group, here's the way we're going to do it. There's going to be some serious moments where we talk about some important things. And uh, and then there's going to be, I think, AJ, could you help us maybe? You were thinking of many absurd different I've got, questions. I've got many absurdities. Yes, yes. So so it's, it's, it's going to be light mixed with heavy. I think all of those will allow us to get to know you a little bit. So let's let's go ahead and dive in. Who are you? Nati, what? You're with us. And like, <laughs> how did you come to know the Lord? And um, how did you get to the place where you are right now? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I grew up in in my in a Christian family, so I've been visiting the same church since I've been two years old. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you, thank God, I have that bless. And uh, I grew up serving in, especially in the compassion ministry. Then I was serving in my district in working witness. And how uh, old were you when you started to serve? Like you say in compassion ministries, were you like a ten year old or he, more like a youth? Yes, like just. Yes, like a youth, not ten year old. No, a little no. bit older than yeah, that. a little bit older. Uh-huh. Well, can, can we can we even ask like how old are you right now? I'm twenty five. You're twenty five. Yeah. Okay. See, so this is helpful for anyone listening to know that we're not talking with someone who's forty nine. No. <laughs> no, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. So, as a young person, compassionate ministries, then you started getting involved in work and witness. Yes. As like actually doing construction work or something else? Just helping them in the construction. Like every okay. time the groups from United States come to Dominican Republic, I was just helping with action. That's okay. That's yeah. what I like to do. Right. And translation too, right? And translate. No, not too much at that time because I didn't know too much English by that time. Okay. But I was just helping with whatever they needed me to do. Did they ask you to come participate with them or did you ask them to participate? I wanted to go. I wanted to be involved because it is something I've been loving. Like my nice. father is a civil engineer, so you can imagine I, I've been I've around been it. in yes, around it all my life. Cool. So. Cool, cool, cool. I, I know that uh, Chelsea is not with us today. Uh, she is uh, out just because of sickness. But um, she would want us to ask, how did you kind of start to feel your call? Like, your call is kind of ongoing. We've talked about this. But, like, how did you sense kind of like, hey, God is calling me to something? Okay, um, so a couple of things happened before that moment. Be- because of God's grace, I had the opportunity to go three years before to this work and travel program. Mm-hmm. I was as a exchange student in my third year doing this. I got a message from Ruthie Chow. Okay. She she was the president of the NYI in my district. She wanted me to be the representative of all the Nazarene youth of the Dominican Republic. Wow. In third wave. And she told me wow. this is gonna be placed in India. And I was like, what? I was wow. like, really? <laughs> so I got emotional, you can imagine. I was like, 
yes, of course, I want to go to India. So I was like, then, then I was like, okay, hold on. I need to pray about this. What year was the India third wave? In 2019, last year. 19, it was uh-huh, just but, last but year. She, she, okay. she but she contacted you in 18. In 18th, yes. Okay. During July, kind of. And uh, I was like, for sure, God, I want to go. I was praying. I was like, God, you know I want to go. Mm-hmm. Right? But I want to do what you want me to do. I want to do your will. And uh, so I told her, I'm going to talk with my family, with my pastors. I'm going to start saving money. And God started to open up every single door because everybody joined. Everybody was helping me with money. My local church said, yes, of course, we're going to help. My family, they say, of course, we're going to help you with this. And even the district, they help with money. Mm. So at that moment, I was like, Mm -hmm. God, really? Like, of course, this is yours. This is something you want me to do. Mm. But after praying, um, like before I was praying to know his will, and then suddenly I was like, okay, hold on. Like I just stopped. Why do you want me to do this? Like, why do you want me and not others? Because third wave, it is about, it is for leaders, emerging leaders. And I, by that time, I didn't see myself as a leader, but, a fo- but, but as a follower. Mm. So I was like, maybe, God, I know you are, you know, I know maybe it is not a mistake, but I didn't f- feel mm. I deserve anything from God. I was mm. like, God, I have done nothing to deserve this. And there are so many people, so many leaders for the NYI. They they have been doing so many good things. This is not for me. They deserve it, mm. not me. Mm. And my my prayer started to be from, I, know, I want to know your will, to why yeah. do you want me to do this? And uh, I think he got tired. Of me listening to me all the time, asking him why, why, why? Because my prayer was <laughs> all the time, why, 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 why? Like a little kid, yes, it's always yeah. like, but why? Why, like, why? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like Moises, like, why are you choosing me? I yeah. mean, I don't know how to speak. Mm-hmm. The same. Mm-hmm. The same. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, God, in his, um, he's so merciful. He's so faithful. He just... Well, and maybe I got him tired, as, as I told you. <laughs> he told me through a someone that was praying, it is not because of who you are, but because of who you are going to be. Mm. Oh, my Lord. Mm. That was, I was feeling overwhelmed before. In that moment, I my heart was just filled with peace and joy. And I understood, okay, Nati, this is not about you at all. This is about God and what mm. he wants to do through you yeah whatever it is i don't know what it is but he wants to do something so i was like i started to understand god has plans and i went to third way it was amazing oh my gosh and the first day we went to third way milton gay he said um the reason why you are in here it is not because of what you've done but because what you can do Wow. So it was pretty much the same. Yeah. I was like, yeah. God, yeah. I am in the right place. Yeah. I hear it. I hear it. I am. <laughs> yes, before, I don't know if I was in the right place. But now, yes, I feel I am in the place I should be. Mm. And um, that's all he said during that time. I came to the Dominican Republic. And, you know, I just started to understand since I was in India. Okay, God has plans. And he started to show me. This verse of the Bible, Jeremiah 29, 11, mm-hmm. for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you 
and not to harm you, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. give you a hope and a future. Wow, good job. Memorized it in yeah. English. Oh my God, well this done. is my, this is my verse. I mean, this is mine. Of course, I know it in English, not in French, but in this. <laughs> <laughs> now in Hindi, because yeah. you've got to. Not to. But I took that verse for me. I embraced that verse of the Bible. Mm-hmm. But also, I was, I was holding my plans. And I was like, God, but take a look at my plans. Just I was begging him to look at my plans because I wanted to do so many things, especially through my profession. Uh, have you ever heard about Stream Makeover Home Edition? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Oh, yes. Oh, you like that show? Oh. You like it. No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 I leave that show. We need to pause here because you're <laughs> studying and almost finished with your architecture yes. de- degree. So wow. you see so, Stream Makeover in a very different way than we see. Oh, my yeah. gosh, yes. For me, it's just... I mean, God, this is what I want to do. Please, (laughs) please. I was like, God, listen, this is something good. It is going to be good even for the church. Mm -hmm. And I was just begging him to listen to my plans. I mean, I was 24 years old when he when he was showing me he has plans. And I was like, God, but I already made plans, you know, at this age. Right, right. I everything like. It's already in, it's in motion. Even, the, I even, mm-hmm. even though I have no boyfriend, I mean, I know when I want to get married. <laughs> yes, yes. The date is on the calendar. The date, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, no, no, no. Uh, and then I was like, okay, but now I need to understand what do you want me to do? Mm. Um, and then he allowed me, I, I received actually this invitation to be part of the cross-cultural orientation and um, I was like, yes, it was called out. It was like helping, like getting involved and serving with global missions. So I was like, OK, sure. And they they wanted me to. Well, you guys wanted me <laughs> to talk about India. And I was like, sure, I want to talk about that, even though you heard about that. I didn't do it really good. But but at that time, you also were feeling like I am not a speaker. I should not all. be doing at this. all. At all. Yes, I was. That's why. And um in this camp, I was serving. I was not a participant. And uh, I don't know why, but God just called me. Like every single part of everything, even parts you were talking when Elba was, was talking with everybody was talking, I was crying like a baby. I'm a baby crying, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that was too much. That was, mm-hmm. I was really, God really touched my heart. Wow. And I was like, okay. And by the way, I didn't get my interview. You didn't get your interview? You weren't a part. Were you ever an actual participant in a cross-cultural orientation? Yes, in 2012. In the very first one. Oh, but but then you didn't want an interview. No, I I didn't want anything. I mean, by that time, of course, I didn't want to be a missionary. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why I was like, God, how? This is different. In my first time in this cross-cultural, I'm sorry for saying it, but... (laughs) The cross-cultural orientation. (laughs) Yes, um, I didn't feel anything like that. Maybe because I was so young. Maybe yeah. because I didn't have all the experiences. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't my time. Mm. And maybe you didn't think of me about a possibility. Because mm. I know you guys see what mm. is a potential. Maybe you didn't see me as a possibility. But in that second time, now serving. Because in this time, all I have to do was to lead the music. And God was talking to me this time. So, and I was like, God, there's no way because <laughs> you're taking me out of my comfort zone. Like, as I told you, 
I don't know how to speak. I'm not good with this. That's why I was always involved with working witness because it is mm. action all the time and I don't have to do mm. too many things. Like it is just tell me what to do and I'm going to do it. That's mm -hmm. all. Mm. <laughs> Now as a missionary, it is not like that. A lot of people see you and they see you as a leader, of course. Mm. And I didn't see myself as a leader. Mm. So. Well, let's take a pause there. And I think this is amazing. I want to know more. But AJ, do you have kind of a weird question yeah. to get to know her a little better? Yeah. If you received 10 million U.S. dollars. Oh, praise the Lord. But <laughs> could only spend it on things that started with the first letter of your name. So in this case, the letter N. What would you buy? Whoa. So you have 10 million U.S. dollars. Okay. But you can only buy things that start with the letter N. That is difficult. In Spanish or in, in English. Uh, it could be in Spanish. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. That's okay. Good. Yeah, because yeah. I was... Because you're bilingual, so the yeah. things you buy are also bilingual. <laughs> That's how that works. Is there any possibility for me not to buy? I don't know, because I was thinking... You're going to give a super spiritual answer. Super <laughs> no, I don't want to. No, no, really. I want to say something like maybe Nikes. <laughs> Oh, That's what Nike, you have Nike, issues. Nike. Like all your shoes would have to be Nike. Nike. All your sure. cars would have to be Nissan. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But you all your buy food. several cars. Yeah, that yeah. would be good. Nissan, yes. I have no what kind car, of so. food? What kind of food could you buy that starts with N? I don't know. Nuggets. But would you would you oh, have that nuggets? I, I, you could do nuggets. I, I would accept nuggets. For one million dollars in nuggets. Oh my gosh. A million dollars worth of nuggets? That's a lot of nuggets. But it has to be only one thing? Or no, it can be Nike. several. But whatever you buy just okay, has to start with the letter in. Nikes. Yes, I love shoes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. But you could <laughs> it's, it could be more than shoes too, because I have a whole clothing clothing that's line. True. You could buy all Nike everything. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Ah. Right now you're wearing a sweatshirt in Dominican Republic. Yes, I know. <laughs> and that could be a Nike sweatshirt. Could exactly, be. yes. Good idea. <laughs> okay. So okay, so let's go back then. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like where are you? Post Cross-cultural orientation. So you were in the cross-cultural orientation the second time, now as a leader. And we asked you to tell about India. But let's kind of dive in. Now I think you're, you were starting at that moment to sense a call to cross-cultural ministry, mm -hmm. right? It wasn't just a theory. It wasn't an idea. Mm -hmm. And So, Natalie, after having experience in other cultures— feeling like God was talking to you in the cross-cultural orientation, are you at the point of saying God's called you to be a missionary someday? Or are you still trying to figure that out? Actually, that's that's what I've been feeling. Mm. And I've been telling God, just tell me what do you want me to do? Like, show me or guide me. And He has been guiding me in missions. But I know nothing about missions, so I decided after that orientation after that moment to study. So I started to study the transcultural mission in, mm -hmm. uh, in the seminary in the online. Seminary, yes, online. Mm -hmm. I had to stop that because of my thesis, but I have the, I know I'm going to finish that. Mm -hmm. But as I started to know a little bit more about how is it like, I really, really was feeling more peace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what happened, like in the middle of everything, like, so when I received that call, my mind was empty. Like I was like, yes, you're calling me to missions. I feel this, but I don't know anything about missions. So um, 
And I, I don't know why I, f- I was feeling overwhelmed because I wanted to know, you know how I am <laughs> as I plan everything. Yeah. I was feeling anxious. I, I, I didn't have peace because I wanted to know for sure what he wants me to do. Because I'm like, God, whatever you tell me to do, I'm ready to do it. But I need to know what is it. And I was pre- crying pretty much every day because I needed to know it. And little by little, I can tell you now, my heart is full of peace. And he's just, God is so good. Because I just feel, how can I say, with this joy. Mm-hmm. And he's letting me serve in other nations as well. I went to Puerto Rico, for example. And I felt, oh my gosh. And I felt like, okay, this is something. This is Maybe this is something God is calling me to do because I was feeling so great. Mm. So I was like, this is something huge because the all my answers before last year, for example, all my anxiety, now I feel in peace. Now mm. I feel... <sighs> yes. That's awesome. Yes. I think uh, it's encouraging for me to hear like the development of your Mm. call, because one thing that as we have been in this ministry of helping develop a missionary call, your story is the average story Mm. of you might be in a place when you're maybe a child or a young teen where it's maybe not even on your radar, but as you continue to be exposed Mm -hmm. to those opportunities. And um, it's not by chance that Scott asked you to be a part of a podcast that's about missions. Mm -hmm. You know, you're learning about missions. And um, I think that even some of the opportunities that you've had, look at how your call has developed. Mm -hmm. And I know we've talked about the missionary sending model and the new paradigm of the church, but a lot of your call, what I hear is because the church developed that in you, gave Mm -hmm. you opportunities to be in another culture, to Mm -hmm. learn about missions, to to be involved in all of it has come Mm -hmm. through Nazarene programming. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really cool, Natalie. I think it's cool that now you're a 25-year-old that's like, maybe as a 10 year old I never knew that this is where I'd be sitting as a 25 year old but like this is exciting now and who knows when God's going to open that door but I'm willing to say yes mm-hmm. I'm willing to say, I, I think that's it's affirming to me in mm-hmm. the ministry that we do and something that has been helping me a lot is I don't know if you read this verse in the Bible when God was talking with Abraham and he reminds Abraham all the days his promises. Yeah. So pretty much the same he was yeah. doing with me mm-hmm. with right. Jeremiah 29, 11. Yes. <laughs> yep. Even if a person gives me something like a gift the other day when I was in Puerto Rico, someone gave me this beautiful notebook. And when I open it, it says Jeremiah 29, 11. For mm-hmm. I know the plans I have for you. Awesome. Like in my devotionals also, every single time God reminds me, even this morning, even this morning, I can show <laughs> you. I, I took a screenshot. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah yeah. 29, 11. That's awesome, <laughs> wow. Natalie. That's and God awesome. reminds me every day. That's why I feel this peace. I know the plans I have for you. And it's the same he tells to all his people, all mm-hmm. the people that he calls. I know the plans I have yeah. for you. Why? Why do you worry? What do you steal? holding your plans. That's great. This is amazing. amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, AJ, I think it's so amazing that we need to go to something that's a little lighter. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> along the same lines of amazing. If you had a superpower, what would it be? A superpower? Yeah. I feel like when you ask these questions, I want to answer. But this <laughs> this episode is not about me. So, <laughs> so what, what? That's a really good question. Yes. This is something I always wanted to have. Teleporting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. I have no money. 
<laughs> and I depend on God, so I need yeah. to. Yeah, so God, I want to travel. You know, <laughs> that's such a great superpower, and yes. many times overlooked. A lot of people say like flying, which would be it's nice. True. Yes, or like no, no, super no. strength. Too much work. But yeah, flying is flying, too much work. Yeah. Too, super strength, too much work. Teleporting. <laughs> You could be anywhere in an instant. And Just like this. Yeah. That's amazing. Exactly. And, it's and I don't have to pay for flights. Right. Yes. So My it's, goodness. If you had the power of flight, you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to pay for flights either. But <laughs> you but can get there so much faster if you just teleport. True. Exactly. Although it would have to be a real superpower because mm -hmm. like if you ended up somewhere you didn't want to end up because oh, yeah. you're still learning how to use it. It's like, shoot. Yeah, that would <laughs> be the, one of the worst That could be a problem. Wow. So let's do one other fun question. And then I have like a really good question to, to finish uh, okay. this one. So this one could be very um, inconvenient in these days. <laughs> <laughs> but how much would someone have to pay you? Okay. To never use the internet again. Oh, wow. Ooh, not in your phone either. Oh, no, my gosh. Never, really? never again. Oh, my gosh. But how much would they have to pay? That's a good question. Yes. So it's not, could you ever? Because right. none of us would say yes. Right. Did God talk to you about this? <laughs> because this is something I've been, you know, dealing a lot. Like, it's really Is God for asking me? you to never use the I'm, internet again? Maybe not asking me, but... It's the, her Lenten resolve. It, <laughs> it is really difficult for me. Not because I'm on social media all the time, but uh -huh. like pretty much everything I do, even as an architect, we need internet. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So the other day I had some issues with my phone. I couldn't get the the internet, even in my iPad, I couldn't have any internet or in my phone or in my laptop. I didn't do anything wow. <laughs> but pray in my, like my devotionals and that's uh -huh. it. I couldn't do anything at mm. all. Yeah. So, so what would it take? Maybe not money. No, like, I don't think but, money is a motivation. Yeah. Well, what, what would it take for you to never use the internet again? Oh my gosh. I mean, it's good. Uh, I've been, um, like a month without internet, but it is because I made that decision right, to. Right. It's different, like when you, like when you never use internet, internet, like never. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. I think internet's becoming almost one of those things that's like that question could be like, what would you do if you could never have electricity again? Oh my you gosh. know, like it's right. not quite at that point yet, but it's yeah. so interwoven to so many things we do that when yeah. you don't have it, it life changes. Yeah. It's not just a decision anymore. I mean, if I'm in Africa, I told you, Scott, I always wanted to go to Africa to surf. If I go to Africa to surf, then yes, I don't need internet. <laughs> <laughs> to surf? But if I, I'm <laughs> sorry, serve. I'm sorry, my English, you oh, know. Oh, to serve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> God has prepared you in this time to be an architect, to use your education. I'm hearing that there's nothing that could make you not use it for the rest of your life. For a year, maybe you could. I, well, I can do it if God open up the heavens and tell me not to, <laughs> to not use internet no more. I know I waste too much time in social media sometimes, right. mm. so I, I know I need to work on it. Maybe I can draw <laughs> instead of using the, you sure. know, yeah, but it is more difficult. And to clarify, AJ, uh, you're not suggesting that she just goes off internet. This no, was just a question. Just a question. Okay, yeah. Like what, what would you trade for no internet? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move from that to an actual question to, to finalize our time. Would you have any recommendations for someone who's maybe thinking about missions or kind of wrestling with their call? Yes, I have a couple. 
The first one, I actually wrote everything down yeah. <laughs> for me not to forget. The first one is um, your purpose is greater than your struggles. And this is something I've been learning. It, like, it doesn't matter what you're facing right now, because I was facing so many things when I got the call. Um, God will never give up on you because he has plans for you. Mm. And that's something I need I need you to understand. Like, it doesn't matter if it is sickness or if even if it is sin, God will never give up on you. And the second one is um, something that really helped me to understand a little bit more this and I want everybody to think this way. Um, who knows better a toy than its manufacturer? Oh, okay. Oh. Who knows better? Uh, uh, who knows, who a, toy knows a toy better, better uh-huh. than a man, the manufacturer, uh-huh. than the, the company that made it? Yeah. Uh-huh, exactly. So the same. Who knows better? Who knows better us than our creator? That's right. Yeah. So um, if he's calling you, even if it's outside of your comfort zone. Um, he knows you better than you think you know yourself. And because of his great love and mercy, he is so patient and he waits for us to embrace his plans for us. Mm. But also we have to be careful with this because if we take too much time to embrace it, the longer it takes us to say, here I am, then the longer it's going to be for him to bless us. And to bless others through us. Mm. And sometimes we can lose all that blessings. This is something I regret. I didn't say yes immediately. Mm. And probably I lost blessing and I lost the bless of others mm. that God wanted to give them through me. Mm. Um, and the last one is, I recommend for everybody that have, I have doubts that to be intentional in, them, in their prayers, to like to ask God for four basic basic que- questions um what how when and where like mm-hmm. what is my calling how do you want me to serve 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 thank you <laughs> when and where do you want me to serve also and he may not say those immediately yes but, but keep seeking him on that exactly to yeah. to be intentional in that and avoid asking why like just forget about it and start living by faith because we will never understand God's plans. I always say in Spanish, I, don't know, I, th- I hope you help me to translate. Si tú llegas a entender a Dios, es porque crees en un Dios del tamaño de tus pensamientos. Ah, if you want to understand God, then you want him to fit in your own thoughts. And exactly. Own, and uh, he's too big. Yeah. To understand him. Right. So do not ask, why are you calling me to do this? Just live by faith because he's faithfulness all the time. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. We, um, we've had you on several episodes and it was now time. It was now time <laughs> to hear your story. And thank you. This is awesome. I found out some new stuff. This was good. <laughs> um, so, Emily, obviously, people that want to encourage not the people that are kind of experiencing a call, where can they get a hold of us or her to continue the conversation? Find us on Facebook, The Worthless Servants Podcast, also online at www.mesoamericagenesis.org under the podcast tab. Awesome. We are The Worthless Servants, and I am Scott Armstrong. I'm AJ Fry. I'm Emily Armstrong. And I'm Natalie Franco. Yes, we had to end with you. (laughs) Awesome. Well, we will talk with you next time. For more information, visit us on Facebook or at MesoAmericaGenesis.org.